We are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing special show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What's going on, people? Webb, I thought today was going to be a really fun show. It is our 200th episode. We made it. We have succeeded. Tom Brady retired. And then Brian Flores dropped a bombshell lawsuit on the NFL. Are you ready for today's show? Yeah, today's going to be filled with lows and highs and everything in between. I'm so ready. 200, baby. Let's do it. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter, at Rookie Phenom. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, Amazon Podcasts. We are huge there. Bezos, stop stalking me. Let's get into it, Web. Brian Flores, the former coach of the Miami Dolphins, filed a lawsuit in federal court today against the New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, Denver Broncos, and NFL on discrimination based on race in the hiring process. He used text messages from Bill Belichick as his proof. Belichick meant to text Brian Dayball, a former assistant coach, and I'm going to use accidentally in quotation marks there, texted Brian Flores instead. He congratulated Dayball on getting the head coaching job for the Giants three days before Brian Flores' interview. In the lawsuit, he also alleges that John Elway and the Broncos came to an interview disheveled and clearly drunk from the night before, and were an hour late. Flores has released a statement about this lawsuit that goes, God has gifted me with a special talent to coach the game of football, but the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. In making the decision to file the class action complaint today, I understand that I may be risking coaching the game that I love, and that has done so much for me and my family. My sincere hope is that by standing up against systemic racism in the NFL, Others will join me to ensure that positive change is made for generations to come. Webb, uh, the Giants released a statement since that's come out, but what are your first thoughts on this from Brian Flores? Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any surprise with my thoughts. I 100% agree with Brian Flores. Um, With what he said, I think there is a lot of uh, racist practices and institutionalized discrimination and racism. Um, I'm a little worried for him. Um, based on what this is going to do with the owners and the GMs. But I think 100%, like, I'm glad that someone's taking action. Um, as to whether the suit will yield anything, I don't know. But the awareness is fantastic, and it's better than, not fan, not fantastic in a good way, but it's 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 worthwhile. And um, uh, I think it's going to be a high bar to prove uh, what he's what he's saying happened. Uh, we all, I think a lot of us know that it's true, um, but it's just, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna, what's gonna hold up in court. I think I agree a hundred percent with what he's saying though. And, uh, and, and, and I just, I just think that even if he is successful in a nutshell, I don't know if this, this is going to help him, but I don't think that's his, his cause. I think he's trying to further, you know, the advancement of, of future generations or current coordinators and 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 people who are you know on the streets trying to get hired so i'm gonna read the giant statement and i'm gonna say a little bit about, about that the giants said after we are pleased and confident with the process that resulted in the hiring brian dable we interviewed an impressive and diverse group of candidates the fact of the matter is brian flores was in the conversation to be our head coach until the 11th hour 
ultimately we hired the individual we felt was most qualified to be our head coach. So I think that can be true. And Brian Flores is a thousand percent correct. The NFL obviously has an issue with hiring black coaches. We, we have talked about this numerous times, but I think his evidence with the Bill Belichick text messages isn't as substantial as people online are making it to be. And the reason I say that is Bill Belichick, I assume, has contacts all over the NFL. And they probably texted him, hey, how's Flores? How's Dayball? Give me your thoughts on these guys. And they probably said, hey, Dayball's our leading guy right now. We, we like him a lot. But they still went through with the internet interview process. It's possible that Dayball was the guy they liked before that started. Obviously, before things start, you have a favorite candidate. That can change after interviews. So I don't think this is the bombshell people are making out to be, but Flores is a thousand percent correct that the NFL is systematically not hiring black coaches. And I hope this lawsuit is successful, but I have a feeling it won't be. Yeah. So the Belichick uh, text, um, I mean, it caught to me, it was, it was, it was symbolic of, uh, of the issue, right? Belichick's hearing like Brian is being hired. And for whatever reason, he thought it was uh, Brian Flores. But it was actually uh, uh, Dable, and to me, it was kind of symbolic of you know here we have this qualified uh, person, and 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 he should get the job, but then it's kind of pulled from under, even though Belichick Belichick really just messed up the text. I don't know how close it was with Flores and 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 Dable, even though the Giants said it came down think, to the eleventh hour. Sorry, I think. Are you saying close in text because they're both named Brian, or just close in? I mean, close as in like uh, who got the job? Uh, comp- competitive. Okay. Like, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And, yeah. And who got the job? So how close they were in terms of the finish line, and um, and yeah, but it kind of was symbolic to me. Like I think <laughs> there, there could have been a bunch of scenarios where it's like, oh, uh, you're gonna get hired. Actually, no, uh, Todd Bowles, you're not gonna get hired. Uh, oh, Eric Bieniemy. Uh, no, sorry, it's another Eric. Um, so to me, it was. Um, it, even though it was kind of a a, a a a mistake, it was it was still like symbolic of what's happening. But I don't know how much it's going to hold up. Like I'm just basic on, basing this on on uh, history and 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 being a, being a black man. Like it's you know we see this play out a lot, and not much is made of it. I do think that even if uh, Flores is successful, I don't think he's going to have a future in the NFL because I think this is going to alienate the. Uh, the, the the higher ups, um, I don't think it should. But we saw what happened with Kaepernick, and and this is a lot swift, a lot swifter. This is and and you know, kind of out of the blue. So I think there's more of a shock. Not really out of the blue, but I didn't see this coming with Flores. I knew that we all knew there was an issue, but I didn't see this coming with Flores. At least not now, anyway. And uh, and the fact that he's suing, you know, it's. It's uh, it's 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 not something that I expected. Um, so you know all of that, and so you know, I, I I don't but, think the lawsuit is what's going to keep him getting a job with other NFL owners. It's the him saying that Stephen Ross offered him a hundred thousand dollars for every loss because he wanted a higher draft because he wanted a higher draft pick. That is why he will never get a job in the NFL again as a head coach. Yeah, that that too, and and I think also uh, showing the the Belichick. Uh, text as well like he used to be a he was a belichick disciple right so 
I mean, I don't know. I don't think Belichick, you know, gave him the green light to 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 give that. I'd be surprised if he did. But I think that as well, you know, won't be looked upon favorably. And um, and yeah, so you have a point. I it, it's not necessarily the lawsuit. I think you can sue an owner. You can sue someone and still come back. Uh, just like you can file grievances with the union, and and, and still you know get jobs after. I'm just I just think that the awareness. This is an uncomfortable uh, topic for the NFL. And, you know, when you're, I think what he's doing is 100% right. But when he's using words like plantation, I think that makes a lot of the NFL, like the white owners, uncomfortable. And I don't know if they're going to be ready to, to hire him. Just based on what I've seen with Cap, I, I, I don't think they're going to bring him back. I think he's going to end up being a martyr. And I hope that this can bring awareness and, you know, reconfigure the Rooney rule. and. I like some of the um, the the uh, suggestions that he had based on the injunctive relief that he was seeking uh, in the suit. But what what were some yeah. of those remedies that he suggested? Yeah, so he asked for more black influence on in hiring, which I think across the board should be done. Uh, objectivity in hiring and terminating uh, GMs, head coaches, and coordinators. That I think is a little bit more difficult to do, but I see where he's going with it. You want like a a, a standardized kind of uh, system for keeping and, and, and firing people. So there's no uh, situations like Brian Flores wouldn't necessarily happen when, he, when he's had winning seasons, I imagine. Uh, increasing black coordinators, I, I agree with that. Incentivizing uh, teams to hire and retain black GMs head coaches and coordinators and uh, making the, the pay for GMs, head coaches and coordinators transparent. Uh, I agree with that as well. I, I don't know if they really hide it, but they don't always release the, the terms and the salaries for every single person they hire. I, I like some of those. I think some of those are impossible to do. Yeah. Objectionality for coaches and general managers being fired. That'll never happen because it's tough to you, do. You can't be objective. And Brian Flores was fired. I thought it was a terrible idea. You thought it was, you saw, uh, you saw it could happen because of his relationship with the owner. If the owner hates you, you're going to get fired. There's no objective standard you can have for that. If you decide to keep a quarterback that the owner wants, or you don't want that quarterback, like there's nothing you can do there. Uh, Making the pay open is an interesting one. I'm not sure you could do it, but you might be able to do it. I don't know. That's that's really interesting. I don't, I don't see why they couldn't. Because there's no salary cap for for management. So the general managers have to do okay, wouldn't they? Privacy issues and whatnot? Well, I don't well, I don't honestly I, I don't see why they couldn't um why they couldn't uh uh list the the, the salary provided that like i guess you you have that in your contract that it's going to be transparent i don't know if that'll change anything but um i get what you're saying in terms of it being hard to have like a objective criteria for uh hiring and firing people uh other workplaces don't have that so i don't know how they would institute in the nfl but i understand the intention there so you don't have like you know this this ability to just fire someone like Brian Flores who had winning seasons. I I assume I assume that he could have been fired just because of the whole thing with Tua and all that stuff. But um, I, I I I wasn't saying he should have been fired. 
I was just not surprised that he was. So, like, Mike Zimmer got fired, who's had a pretty good tenure in Minnesota, but it was time for a change. If those standards were in, could you get fired for going eight and eight? Like, I don't know if you could fire him. If, like, that's why I think this is that that won't ever happen. I just don't know how you could do it. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but but Zimmer was also given longer uh, tenure than oh than for sure. Flores. So like maybe you'd have to keep a coach for a certain number of years unless they had like three straight losing seasons or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what he had in mind. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I think like Brian Flores deserves to be a head coach. And will never be a head coach again. But I think you will see more black coaches get fired because of this lawsuit, by the way. I would you be think shocked. It's gonna have... I think it will have an effect immediately because the NFL owners will want to say, hey, we're not racist. We're hiring black coaches. Here's three guys we just hired. And replacing them with black coaches. Yeah, they're going to say, like, we, we hired these guys. We The new general manager in Minnesota and Chicago are African-American. Right. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, offensive coordinator is biracial and he's interviewing for the Miami job tomorrow, I think. So I would, I think he might get a job now. I think you're going to see some hiring to kind of push the lawsuit to the side. Like, Hey, we're not racist. We're not racist. We're doing this, this, and this. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you'll see more black coaches fired. No, hired, hired, oh, hired. Okay. Well, there's only one anyway, but, um, okay. Hired. I think you said fired. I was like, you think this is going to have a bad effect? No, no, good. It was oh, gonna be, they're okay, going to okay, have okay. my fault as as a shield. They're going to say, "Hey, oh, look, yeah, we yeah, did yeah. this, this, and this." Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a huge spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, but it's interesting because I was looking on CBS. CBS has the not not the interview schedule, but the candidates who are shortlisted for the jobs. And the Giants said they had a diverse uh, candidate list. I only saw one minority on the list. I could be wrong. Maybe there was one more, but Leslie Frazier was the only one I saw on the list. And Brian Flores, no? And Flores, yeah, and Flores. Those two. That's but then there were like five more. There were like five more other five. There were other teams that had more um, uh, minority uh, 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 interviews, like Chicago and Vegas and Denver. Um, the Giants had two. They made it seem like they like. 75% of the uh, the candidates uh, interviewed were, were minorities. I just thought it was interesting. interesting. I, I think there are less minorities to interview for these jobs. So I think in their mind, having two out of seven is pretty good. I'm not saying it is, but that's what they're going to say probably. Right. I, I don't know. It's tough though. Like if you see, it's interesting because like there's a lot of overlap, like Todd Bowles and Leftwich, like, there aren't many, man. When you look across, it's not surprising at all, but there aren't many. Do you remember when the Rooney rule first came into effect and you had to hire a black coach, head coaching candidate before you could hire somebody? And they kept in, and teams kept bringing in Deuce Staley, the Philadelphia Eagles running back coach. Yeah, I remember him. They kept bringing him in for interviews. And it was obvious that they were just they were never interested in hiring him, but they wanted to fill the quota. Yeah. And I think this lawsuit might have that practice stop where you don't do that anymore. They're real candidates. Hopefully this hasn't changed. Hopefully it does change things. Yeah, for sure, man. But we'll see, man. I don't know. Uh, so do you think Flores ever works again? As a head coach? I'd be surprised. I think so, he's going to be the martyr in this. So I thought 
when this first came out that he could be Bill Belichick's defensive coordinator and take over in New England. But if Bill didn't okay these text releases, he's never working for Bill again, so he has no opening. So I have no idea now. And 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 Bill's uh, Bill's idea and Bill's uh, recommendations would probably go a long way in the league. I think that's how all these coordinators get interviews and jobs elsewhere because you worked under Belichick. You're you know, wow. So if he's like if he's now slandering or not slandering, but if he's now telling everyone like, don't trust this guy. Look what he just did. So. Part of me thinks that Bill Belichick might have okayed this release, by the way. Well, that would be interesting. Because if he okayed really the release, if he okayed the release, he could come it's back fine. to work for the Patriots. Yeah. yeah if he yeah, didn't, I remember Bill Belichick having to testify in the Aaron Hernandez trial, and he was not happy with that. I don't think he would relish testifying in this trial either, if there is one. Yeah, that that would be interesting. I I doubt there's it's going to make it to any trial. I think there's going to be a settlement. Very quickly, I NFL's so. gonna try to dismiss it early. I don't think the NFL settles for this. You think this goes to? Tr- I, I don't I, think they settle just because they don't want they won't want to admit guilt that we did this. The Giants came out with a statement immediately saying, "Hey, our press was process was honest. We might have said, hey, Bill Belichick, we're leaning towards the ball, but we're still interviewing everybody. We're still interested. I sure. can't see the Giants and the Mara family, who are one of the most respected families in the NFL, settling." I just can't see it happening. He, but he sued all the teams. Like the yeah, whole but the, the, the Giants were the first team named. It was the yeah, Giants named, and yeah. the NFL and the Broncos and, and Denver. as well. Yeah, yeah. the name too. Yeah, yeah. But, so, um, and Miami, I believe, too. The Miami one's very strange, by the way. Yeah. He well, hired fired him. So. Yeah. But he hired them, too. Like, you got hired, then you got fired because your relationship was poor. And come on. Like, that. We'll see. Yeah, I, I would know, be surprised man. if it went. I, I honestly think the NFL settles because they, they did it with Cap. Yeah, but they settled for like a million dollars with Cap. Everyone yeah, thought yeah. Cap was going to get like a hundred million. He got nothing basically. Yeah. And Flores is forty, and has like had a long career ahead of him. And I think Mara would have to accept guilt. They're one of the most longtime respected owners. I can't see him doing that. Mm. Can you? I honestly don't know, but I don't know if he's going to get pressured. Him being Mara. We need this to blow over. Come on. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, man, because I have no idea yeah. where this goes. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some good news, some great news, some historic news. Tom Brady, the false prophet, the false goat, has officially retired from the NFL today. This got leaked on Saturday that Tom Brady was about to retire. Tom Brady came out and said, no, 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 that's not true. I'm still debating it. Schefter had him cold. Tom Brady did what he does best. He lied about it and said, I haven't made a decision yet. The decision was made. He announced it officially today in a nine-page Instagram statement where he thanked everybody except the New England Patriots because Tom Brady has no loyalty to anybody. He had a child with a woman, and then he abandoned her for Giselle Bundchen. This man is loyal to nobody, and he's gone from the NFL now for good. So that is beautiful. The world is brighter. Uh, I am very happy with this, Webb. I'm glad he went out a loser, unlike that champion Peyton Manning who retired a champion. Webb, what are your thoughts about Tom Brady and his fake goat status retiring from the NFL, banished to Hades for all I care? That's quite the intro, man. Holy smoke. Too far? Uh, <laughs> no, no, not too far. I think I hammered out pretty good there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, well, I'm not reading a nine-page tribute 
from anyone. But like, I didn't know that he didn't uh, thank the Patriots. That's very interesting because he's only been on the Bucks for what two years. He thanked the Glazers, Bruce Arians. Like he did a paragraph for each. Yeah, and they all got mentioned except for anything but the Patriots. No crap. And then, no Belichick. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Okay. And then later in the day, the Patriots tweeted out like a congratulations to Brady. And he retweeted them saying, uh, thank you so much to my Patriot family. Oh. But it was nine pages. Nothing mentioned about the New England Patriots. Nothing. So, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls. I think two of them, honestly. <laughs> he has won five Super Bowl MVPs, 15 Pro Bowls. He's the all-time leader in wins, completions, passing yards, and touchdowns. And he is the postseason leader in wins, Super Bowl wins, completions, passing yards, and cheating. Webb, how will you remember Tom Brady's career? Uh, Always managing to pull it out to win, uh, unfortunately. But always with a good defense, too. So he, it was an asterisk. It's not, he, he wasn't just as... Great quarterback who's going to get you out of any situation. He was in good situations, um, but somehow, much to my chagrin, always finding a way to come back. Like he was never really, he was hardly down and out, which is which, which pissed me off uh, quite a bit because I'm not a Brady fan at all. I will remember uh, 22 seasons in the NFL being one of the healthiest, most durable quarterbacks of all time. I truly hate Tom Brady, but I do give him respect. He is a top three quarterback of all time based on longevity. Just doing it at a high level for so long is very impressive. I have to give him credit there. This man never ate a strawberry for 20 years. This is a this is an insane thing to do to be an NFL quarterback. He gets respect there. I will always remember him destroying the phones during Deflategate to cover up his cheating ways. 100%. I will remember the tuck game that started his career, a game he should not have won, but the NFL cheated to give it to him. To Rob Charles Woodson, the great what? Charles Woodson. Hall of Famer. In a video uh, two weeks ago, Tom Brady basically admitted it was a fumble and in front of Charles Woodson because Tom Brady is a known liar and he has no shame. Yeah, it's funny. Like all these Patriot bandwagon jumpers, all these people who flock and say that Brady's the goat and this and that, they have no idea about the tuck rule. They have no idea about the defenses that the Patriots had, how Brady didn't do anything. You know, that first Super Bowl, uh, how Eli Manning, who is nowhere near Brady in terms of like. Wait, 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 sorry. Uh, I think Tom Brady calls him. He he calls him daddy, actually. It's not Eli. He calls him daddy. (laughs) Two Super Bowls. Both of the times Giants, the Giants were underdogs, especially the first one. Heavy underdogs. Just destroyed him both times. Uh, Uh the, the New York media, uh, the New York, I think it was CBS station, t- tweeted out today, congratulations to two-time Super Bowl appearance, Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> and the Philadelphia Fox station tweeted out, uh, Tom Brady, best known for dropping a pass in the Super Bowl and refusing to shake Nick Foles' hand, had has retired today. <laughs> so I, I just really love the pettiness coming from these Northeast news stations. Yeah. Just really top-notch work there. I love it. But like I can't, like the the people talk about LeBron, you know. Oh my God, LeBron has four rings. Yeah, but he lost a bunch of NBA finals. Brady went to ten and won seven. Those are good numbers. That's a good percentage. 
Tom Brady, to me, gets credit for always being there at the end. His teams were always good. He always had an elite defense. And I think that gets like that gets overlooked a lot. And he came back from 28-3. To come back from 28-3, you have to be down 25 points in the third quarter. Like, he did nothing for the first three quarters, but he gets so much credit for the fourth. It doesn't make sense to me. He won a Super Bowl because Malcolm Butler made an interception of Russell Wilson. Yeah. But Tom Brady's the Super Bowl MVP and a game that was lost until Butler made this play. He gets credit when someone else does something and he takes no blame when they lose. It's disgusting. He has skated over every controversy that he's ever been involved in. And I'm glad he's gone for good. Although knowing him, <laughs> he's going to come back in like four months to San Francisco or some garbage team just to ruin my life. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back at all. Um, and what a way to fumble the the announcement. I'm not surprised. Schefter got this report, and to be so petty like Tom Brady to say no, no, it's not true, it's not true. I for made three days, for, for no reason, like it got leaked. Schefter reported Andrew Luck retired in the middle of a preseason game, and he got booed off the field. Schefter knows things. He's it's gonna come out. Like, it's ridiculous that he tried to put this off for three days. It made no sense to do it. I want to control the announcement. Shut up, Tom Brady. No one cares. <laughs> one thing I learned from this is never doubt Adam Schefter. Like, I remember when Odell got uh, released and Odell had his little decision that he was making. And Schefter came out like he's, and he said, Odell to the Rams, per source. And then... Everyone Josina else Anderson. Like, Josina Anderson said, "No, I'm not. I'm hearing something different." <laughs> yeah, and I trust her, and like she, she's 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 very reputable. But you know, like twenty, thirty minutes later, it was confirmed by everyone else except Schefter, who had confirmed yeah. it, you know, earlier. Don't doubt Schefter. Schefter said they kept asking him, "Do you want to retract this? Do you want to retract this?" And he goes, "No, I'm not doing it." And the original report was Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter. Yeah. Schefter was like, "Fine." Take Darlington's name off it. I'll go by myself because I know this is true. Shatter's a G, man. I love it. Yeah. But real quick question. So Tom Brady's personality sucks. How long before Giselle realizes this during football season and she leaves him? I'm going to say two and a half months. <laughs> what do you think? No, she's not going to do that because she kind of influenced him to retire. So she has herself to blame. I don't think she's going to do that. Not yet. Not two and a half months. Being around Tom Brady non-stop for two and a half months sounds like a nightmare so i i I think you are underestimating how annoying a person he is (laughs) if you're not eating strawberries and you have no reason to not eat strawberries anymore what the hell are you doing with your life the worst no thank you i don't even like strawberries and i still i need them in front of him just on principle it's the worst okay web i'm glad i got that poison out of me There was some NFL games this weekend. Uh, so I heard. The, the Super Bowl is set. Uh, we did not mention that at all in the first 30 minutes of this show. It's interesting. It is. It's because we're petty. We really are. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl is set. Cincinnati Bengals versus the LA Rams. Let's talk about how we got here, okay? The Chiefs versus Bengals. Mahomes was up 21-3. to Then it was 21-10. to Mahomes looked unstoppable. And then right before halftime, instead of kicking the sheer field goal, they went for it. Twice. Second play, they threw an out screen pass to Tyreek Hill. 
stop behind the line of scrimmage, half over, threw the points away. Webb is a maniac, and he sent me, I want to say, 150 text messages about, remember this, look back at this. <laughs> Webb is the only person I've ever seen quote himself in a text message to replay it later. Like, I said this, reference this. Webb, he had a synopsis in his text messages. He had a bibliography. It was insane. Citations, everything, yeah. <laughs> Lay that layer talk, lawyer talk on me, baby. <laughs> uh, so Joe Burrow came back, won the game. We're going to get into more of that. But what was your main takeaway from them not taking the points? Because something has come out since you started texting me about this, by the way. Apparently, Andy Reid sent the field goal team out. And Mahomes waved them off. That is the allegation I've heard online so far. What are your thoughts about this, Webb? Can't drop that. Now I have to change up my whole uh, spiel. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I said to you, you don't leave points off the board. You don't. Um, so they had, what, about five or six seconds with no timeouts. They ran a play. They had 11 seconds originally. They ran a play. Then it was down to five. Five, right. No timeouts left. No timeouts. So you're up. 21-10, P. Ryan had a nice run. You're going to the half. You're getting the ball back. That's great. Put points on the board. Guarantee three points. Get Butker on the field. Kick the field goal so you're up 24-10. I said, Coop, they need to do this. No, they're getting the ball back. Don't worry about it. I said, Coop, what if something happens when they get the ball back? Then it's just, you know, it's easy for them to come back, them being Cincinnati. And um, they left points off the board. But that stop, it wasn't just the points off the board. I was trying to tell Coop as well. Like, it was the defensive stop, Cincinnati's first stop all game on Tyree Kill. That's huge. That galvanized the defense right there. That's so much confidence going into the locker room. Like, I'd be so inspired if I was Cincinnati thinking, like, we can get back into this. Uh, the Chiefs look unstoppable. They were, you know, Mahomes looked great, scoring out Will. That's a huge stop. And and I think the, the Chiefs got cocky and they, they took the score for granted and thought that they were going to cruise. And it was a tale of two halves. Cincinnati came out. Mahomes looked like garbage in the second half. Um, and to answer your point, if what you're saying is true uh, about Andy Reid calling for the field goal unit and Mahomes waving them off, well, that's huge on Mahomes. Like I, I was blaming Andy Reid and Mahomes. And I said to Coop, I said, Andy Reid, Sorry, Mahomes is not going to win another Super Bowl, at least not with Andy Reid. Maybe I want to qualify that. Him, those two are not going to win a Super Bowl. Not to get them not. I was going to get to that in a little bit because I was going to put you on the spot, but I'm glad you clarified that. Okay. Uh, I had, a, I, I had a, a trap you were going to fall in a little while. Oh, now I guess you're okay. not going to fall into it. So what I said, and by the way, I am angry at Tyreek Hill because he cost me a lot of money in this game. I had a prop. That was paying eight to one and everything hit except for Tyreek Hill on yards. He had to go over 80. He was at 78 before halftime and he never got another yard in the game. So I'm still angry about this, but. Are you angry at him or are you angry at Mahomes? Uh, both the Chiefs organization in general. Right. Everybody. I am not as mad as Webb about not kicking the field goal there. I think it was the play call that I really hated. Because if you went to the end zone there and it was a miss, you could have a second or two left kick a field goal still. If they had just called a better play, I wouldn't have cared. But it was that it was a it was a throw in bounds, not in the end zone. That was so stupid. 
The play call could have been better. That's my issue with it. I understand trying to put your foot on their neck and the game at 28 10. You're probably not coming back. But Mahomes thought he was Mahomes, man. And that's exactly what I said. If Mahomes thinks he's Superman in this game, the Bengals will win. And I predicted the Bengals would win. I am a football genius, like I tell everybody. Nobody listens, but I say it to everybody. <laughs> I'm glad you added that part that no one listens. It had to be said. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, so in fairness, you did predict that the Bengals would win. I thought the Chiefs would win. But once I saw what happened at halftime, I said this would will haunt the Chiefs. You congratulated me on picking the Bengals correctly when it was 28 to 10 still. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of that football game, the Super Bowl, Atlanta versus uh, New England. It was 28 to 3. New England scored mid 28 10. And you and I both said, oh, New England's going to win this game. It's definitely going to yeah. happen now. We both yeah. knew it. You can kind of see when the, when the tides shift. You can definitely see it. Football is a huge momentum game, which you kept yeah. saying. There's no You're other right. sport like it in that respect. You can really like crush someone's moral, like morale, like really quickly in football. And yeah, Joe Burrow is never phased. He's super cool. He was like a, tr- he just kept coming and coming and coming. He didn't play that good. He didn't play poorly, but it wasn't like Joe Burrow had this amazing game. Two touchdowns, a pick. He got it to overtime. The Chiefs got the ball. Sean Payton tweeted out if the Chiefs win this, overtime rules will be changed almost immediately. And Probably. I think so too. He's probably right. Because there had never been a, a, a team to win back-to-back overtime games. Is that true? Yeah. The Chiefs would have been the first one to do it back-to-back. I, that's that's a good stat. I didn't know that. But if they won just two without anyone touching the ball, that'd be insane. Yeah. And you go to the Super Bowl without the other team touching the ball, seems not. that seems very unfair. It'd be Josh for sure. Josh Allen tweeted out pain. As soon as it went to overtime, the Bengals were stupid, though. They picked heads when everyone knows tails never fails, morons. <laughs> but right. Mahomes threw the ball up to, to Tyreek Hill, uh, like a 50-yard pass on third down. Instead of taking an underneath check down to Kelsey, he tried to go for everything to end the game, basically. Hit off Tyreek's hands, intercepted, and then Burrow had to go like 15 yards for a field goal. Game over. Uh is Joe Burrow the new Tom Brady, except we actually like him as a person? Is that what he is now? Mm, it's hard to say, man. We haven't seen enough of Burrow in the NFL, so it's hard to that's, say. That's kind of the point. This is his first full season starting, and he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. His, team, his, team won four, his team won four games this last year. The Bengals, to make the Super Bowl, were 120-1 to 1 this season when, when it started. That's crazy. Well, kudos to anyone who – all the people in Ohio or – portions of Ohio that bet that. But um yeah, he kind of has a, a Vinatieri with yeah. him in, in McPherson, who's getting a lot of uh praise too. Deservedly so. Uh and I want to point out again, uh Coop football genius. I predicted the Bengals to make the playoffs this year, had them winning ten or eleven games because I saw this Joe Burrow uh emergence coming. I said it would be like Peyton Manning his second year when the when the, both went 13 and three again football genius but what are you gonna do yeah the only caveat is uh peyton manning uh didn't get to the super bowl for a while because he was the andy reed of uh players for some time and <laughs> but yeah like it, I, I, thought, you. I thought you were gonna say how wrong i was on sam darnold on the other hand <laughs> i thought that was coming uh no. an unnecessary shot at peyton manning i don't appreciate that 
on a well, day but, when evil has been retired forever. <laughs> one one thing that you did say was that um, they can't let me fiercely win the game, and he won the game. That was interesting. I didn't think that would happen. Uh, did you see the person on FanDuel who bet $20 and won over half a million for predicting the scores right in both games? No. He predicted the Chiefs would lose 27-24, and the Rams would win 20-17. to And it was such crazy odds that he won... Twenty dollars won five hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, gambling's amazing. <laughs> Web, let's talk about. We're gonna have coverage on prediction the Super Bowl next week. More on that, but let's talk about the Rams and Forty ers game. Uh, I thought the Forty ers would win. You correctly predicted the Rams would win this game, and the Forty ers would cover, which they did. Excellent prediction by you. I said it would come down to a Matt Gay field goal. And you were 100% correct. For once. <laughs> uh, so my issue with this game was I thought Jimmy G would not be terrible. And then Jimmy G made the most Carson Wentz of plays to end this game. I, I thought the Rams would dominate on defense. The Rams had zero sacks this game, which doesn't make sense to me. Cooper Cup was amazing again. Odell Beckham came up huge again. Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle were basically non-existent, but the Rams are just better. What were your main takeaways from this game? Uh, you touched on a Cooper Cup. Uh, I can definitely see him. My Rams, I didn't even get to celebrate my Rams being in the Super Bowl all that much on this show yet. But my Rams are back in the Super Bowl. As I predicted a year ago, that they would go back to the Super Bowl and win in LA, even though, oddly enough, they are the road team. For this Super Bowl, which is very stupid. That's just heads and tails, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. That's yeah, stupid. They, they alternate. So stupid. Uh, yeah, it's really dumb. And Odell did very well. And and my main takeaways were, were if, if the Rams win, I think Cooper Cup is going to win this MVP, man. Like, unless Stafford has a show for the ages. Um, what was also a, a takeaway for me is that uh, Jimmy G had to go. And there are reports that he's trying to get uh, he's trying to field trade offers or trying to, you know, uh, facilitate his exit from the team. The 49ers that, are working to trade him as we speak, apparently. Yeah, he and couldn't stay. His agent, yeah, his agent and him and the team are working on a trade. Have you ever seen that so quickly before? I think I have, but I can't. There was one time, I think with the Browns, maybe, where a season ended and someone talked about getting traded almost immediately after. Hmm. But I can't remember who it is now, but since you brought up, I think it's happened once before. A QB? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember who it was now, but I'm almost positive this happened. It might have been Carson Palmer, but I can't remember. Maybe. You could be right. It should be Carson Wentz for the Colts, by the way. <laughs> Tra- trash bag Carson Wentz. Well, Ballard basically said he was trash almost immediately, so it kind of did. I, Jimmy G was terrible, and I would take Jimmy G on the Colts like today. So quick. We gave up a first round pick and a third round pick for Carson Wentz. The Rams gave up two first round picks to take Jared Goff's contract and get Matt Stafford back. The fact that we didn't do this makes me think Chris Ballard should be fired. I love Chris Ballard and he's got to go for being that stupid to listen to Frank Reich to make this. Oh God. This isn't about the Colts. Webb, congratulations on the Rams making the Super Bowl. In our preseason show, you and I both predicted the Rams would make the Super Bowl and win, by the way. So we're both looking pretty smart here. Did I do it to troll you and possibly reverse jinx? Maybe. 
but the world will never know. <laughs> so I have a question for you. A few weeks ago when we did our our end of season uh, awards, I said Les Snead for executive of the year. You said Jason Light, which I think is still a very um, good candidate. But you thought I was crazy for saying Les Snead. Do you still think I, I'm crazy? I said Bill Belichick, actually. Oh, you said Belichick. Exactly. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so maybe Jason Light was your runner-up. I think he was. Uh, less need because it's worked. I guess you have to go with that, right? It worked. Gamble's paid off. But I, I don't think like coming the, the awards are a regular season award. Regular season, yeah. So I think what Belichick did was more impressive in the regular season with the rookie quarterback and doing that. But having Odell work, Von Miller work, Stafford work, and getting the Super Bowl. If it was a full season award, I think Leslie would have a chance. But I think because sure. it's regular season, I think what Belichick did was super impressive. He's a well, cheater so- as well, but he's, <laughs> it was still impressive. No cam acres for the regular season. Robert Woods got hurt uh, about 60% of the way. Team was depleted. Had to bring Eric Weddle back in the playoffs. Yeah, when you're relying on a white defensive back, you got problems, man. That's not good. <laughs> it's not ideal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jimmy G had to go, though. Trey Lance, yeah. I can't imagine him having been worse in the NFC Championship game, by the way. How could Trey Lance have been worse than what Jimmy did this game? Is it possible? They were they were up 17-7. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but not because of Jimmy, though. Like, no. Debo made some plays. Jimmy had a couple throws, to be fair. Jimmy didn't play terrible. The The last throw, like, in the the first three quarters, he actually played decently. Yeah, he was, it was right. the it was the fourth quarter he collapsed. Yeah. It got real ugly. I just Jimmy G is a solid quarterback, but I think the thumb injury really did play a pack. Like he couldn't get the ball as well. He's having surgery almost immediately, apparently. But I thought Jimmy G was a good quarterback on the run. And these playoffs showed me he cannot run at all. <laughs> if he is not in the pocket, the ball is getting intercepted. Every time he rolled out, I was like, this is going to be bad. And it always was bad. Jimmy's very limited. But what can the what can the 49ers get for him in a trade? Mm, I don't know. I, I I always thought he sucked, but the last few weeks of the regular season, he he was he was pretty good. I don't know where he's going to start next year. Carolina? He couldn't be worse than Darnold. Couldn't he? No. So if the 49ers cut him, they save twenty five million dollars against the cap. If someone trades for him, they have to give him twenty six million dollars. I think teams might have an issue giving Jimmy Garoppolo $26 million for next season after what we just saw. So having to do that, having to do that and give up a good draft pick, I think is very unlikely. Would I give up a six round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo and pay him $26 million? I think I would. Would I feel great about it? No. Like, he just doesn't seem like an improvement to me anywhere. Even Pittsburgh, that has a, a a vacancy in the starting quarterback. He can't go to a cold weather team. After what we saw right. in Green Bay, right, right, right. He has to go to a dome, or the like the the South, like Houston. But Davis Mills is better than him, probably. Like he ha- he has very limited options where he can go. So yeah, maybe Cleveland. He's probably better than Baker. Maybe mm. I don't know. Both coming off surgeries. It's going to yeah. be interesting. I mean, yeah, he's not good. And, and and your boy Debo, I still think, very overrated. And was just crying uncontrollably probably because he realized it. Did you see the comment of Odell consoling him? Saying, yes, I know my quarterback sucked for a long time too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. 
<laughs> Odell was consoling him, and that was the joke. Like, it gets better. My quarterback sucks for a long time. You can get out of this. <laughs> Trey Lance better be good, man. So I'm going to say. To give up everything you gave up, if he is not excellent, the 49ers are going to look really stupid. Or if Aaron Rodgers goes there next season, the 49ers are going to look really stupid. <laughs> he went, let's talk about a coaching hire really quick. We talked about Brian Dayball a little bit. The Giants hired former Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable. Uh, he was high up on many coaching lists. He turned Josh Allen into a very inaccurate quarterback in year one, who people thought was not a first-round pick, into arguably the best quarterback in football. Do you like this hire for the Giants? Um, with the Giants' history, I don't know, because the Giants hire and fire guys pretty consistently. So I could see Brian Dable being out in like two to three years. I get it that he's a he's a hot commodity, but I guess I'm on the fence. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I like Brian Dable. I liked him better in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he can fix Danny Dimes. I think that guy might, might be broken. So I'm not. If, if someone could fix him, maybe there's Dable. I had the Giants as the worst head coach opening for that exact reason that Webb mentioned. You don't get time to improve there. You have to be good right away or you get fired. If you are good right away and you have a down year, the next year you get fired. There's no stability. So I think, like you just said, Dayball might be out relatively quickly. I could see that. And if it doesn't work, like this season, I could see the Mara family wanting to fire him and hire a black coach. Maybe get ahead of this lawsuit, by the way. I think they might try and do that even. like If this isn't a home run right away, I could see them doing something like that. Just because billionaires are snakes, mostly. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see. It's going to be under the microscope because big apple. Okay, and the Las Vegas Raiders hired the biggest snake in the world, Josh McDaniels. He is the former Patriots offensive coordinator. He was the head coach in Denver and the head coach in Indianapolis. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't because he is a dirtbag human being. He agreed to a job in Indianapolis and then backed out after agreeing to the job. Uh, I will hate Josh McDaniels until the day I die. And now I will root against the Las Vegas Raiders at every possible chance I get. Derek Carr, goodbye. Max Crosby, I hate you. Josh Jacobs, you're dead to me. The whole Raiders franchise. I hope you all get Mark Mark Davis haircuts. That's what I hope for all of you. You get Mark Davis haircuts because he hired a snake. Webb, uh, I hate this hire. What do you think of this hire? Yeah, Josh McDaniels... McDaniels reminds me of uh, uh, Billy Donovan in the NBA. Is Billy Donovan also a snake? Yeah, but people forget. Like he was, he was, you know, the coach of Florida. Then he agreed to uh, oh, that, to the oh, job with right. Orlando. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. That. And then he backed out after the conference and everything, press conference and everything. Then he backed out, and then the NBA banned him for like a number of years. I was surprised he came back, but um, no one talks about that. But uh, I think this is just another flashy move. Uh, I, what I do think is that the Raiders are going to show some, some promise offensively. I think it's going to, you know, they're going to put up a show, but I think they will be bad. And I think Josh McDaniels will be gone in, in two or three years. I hope, uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver now, just so the Raiders are the worst team in that division by far. They go 0 and 6, losing twice to Mahomes, twice to, twice to Herbert, twice to Rodgers. I hope everything bad happens to this franchise now going forward. I really do. I loved Rich Passaccia. 
I love the Raiders story. I thought they were really fun. And they've let me down, Webb. Uh, I had the best time of my life at an Oakland Raiders football game. It's the best sporting experience I've ever been to. The most fun. And now they're dead to me in three short years. So congratulations, Raiders. I do not forgive and I do not forget. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. Please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. We are huge on verbal. Web, we are going to do our all-star announcements on Thursday for all the reserves. My team is going to destroy your team. How do you feel about this? How do I feel about you being delusional? <laughs> fair. That's fair, yeah. I'm just saying, I got some guys that you don't even know about. It's gonna, they're going to dominate your team. It's going to be bad for you. It was tough, man. Some of these, uh, like the, the fitting into the positions, the restrictions, made it tough. I left off some guys that really deserve to be there. Wait, there are position restrictions? Oh, no. My list might need to get changed. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, that was um, a joke. That was okay. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to help you out. There's Webb, ruining the comedy as usual. Everybody, we will record this show before the announcement is made on Thursday. So if the NBA copied us, just know that's where they got the list from, from me and Webb. Exactly. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. We out.